Hello, hello, this is Jason E. And welcome to the Trading and Ascension Podcast. While discussing topics related to personal development, spiritual growth, and day trading, this podcast provides thought-provoking concepts and direct source energy to help us evolve as humans and professional traders. All while I'm logging my journey. Welcome to the season two finale. I want to sum up in this episode some of the the lessons I've experienced on my trading journey and from experience and also talking to the entrepreneurs and the master traders that I've interviewed this uh, this, uh, season. You know, the ride has been a roller coaster and it's been amazing. And I want you to understand that you deserve to live a life of abundance. The world needs you. We all have a, a, a gift to give the world. And if you are looking for something to do, you know, with your trading money or on on top of trading, you know, for me, finding my next venture has been as simple as looking for the accumulation of my life skills. If you are, you know, for example, if you're a former janitor who who loves marketing, you know, you can stand in those crossroads, solve a problem for other janitors who who need marketing to get side gigs or to make income to get out of their job. Your skills up to this point, the sum of those skills can provide a door to open for you as you move forward. And I end every episode saying, be the hero of your story. In every hero story, there's a long training that prepares the hero for that championship, that epic come up moment, that rise to glory. And sometimes that training isn't apparent. You know, you remember the wax on, wax off with Daniel from the uh, original Karate Kid. The training was disguised as hard work. So be open. Look at your past and, and see it as a training. You know, a lot of times we we pigeonhole our abundance and that means we have a an income goal for say and we want to make, you know, an extra dollar sign XXX a month. So we force that to happen through a predetermined path that we can imagine uh, imagine at that current level of thinking and understanding. Truth is, the creator, the source energy has plans we can't imagine at that current level. So you need to stay focused on the end results, take action, stay passionate and have faith, which will allow the path and the next step to illuminate themselves. And to have faith is to believe the unseen can become seen in your reality. You can do this by building a close relationship with the wish fulfilled version of yourself. And then you eventually merge into that future self. You bring the future into the now by embracing new thinking, uh, engaging new habits, and setting up systems in the now from the future. Do it today. Don't wait. You know, call it into the now. Neville Goddard always said that the forefathers that created this incredible country, they didn't believe in the future. They believed it in. You have to wake up. You have to remember we need you. You see what's going on. Get out of get get your head out of the sand. Like, can't you feel it? Don't you recognize this shift? The old ways of doing things will no longer be supported. You're killing yourself if you're playing around 
in that old paradigm. You have to claim your sovereignty emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially. And when you can see the problem, a lot of times it's too late. You have to be ahead of the curve. You have to stop waiting for permission to do what you know is right. And you definitely have to stop doing what you know is wrong. You know, I'm, I'm so excited to be reaching episode 50 here and the finale of season two. Season three is going to be so amazing. And with the goal of adding value to you and the world. Now, traders, you know, if you haven't already, go get your free copy of Getting Out of the Fog. It's a tool to help you calm the emotions in your mind after a trading mistake, you know, and a mistake that causes emotional upheaval. The Trading Ascension YouTube channel is up and it's going to hold you down until early September in the launch of season three. And there's going to be a lot today. I may I may rant, you know, I I'm a little more loose today with with my topic than I usually am, um, leaving it a little more open. But I have some very specific things to say. So without any further delay, like we hate to drive through, let's get it in. And in today's episode, like I mentioned, I want to summarize some of the lessons of season two. I spoke with uh, amazing traders, trading psychologists, mindset coaches, entrepreneurs, practitioners in human design. I mean, it was incredible. The admiration I had for some of these individuals and then getting to talk with them, getting to know them, man, you know, I've, I've had some major takeaways that really helped me up my game as a, as a trader, as a person. And I want to share some of those takeaways. And, you know, first thing is, and this is kind of a theme of a show, is you have to be the results that you want. You have to be the wish fulfilled. You have to be your future self right now. This means whatever your goal is as a, as a trader, you have to believe in it now. The message was reiterated throughout the season. You know, when you believe you have arrived, you trade with more certainty, more confidence, with less thought, less hesitation. And Wallace Waddles the author of The Science of Being Great, Science of Getting Rich, you know, the the science series. He said that we have to do things in a certain way to obtain greatness or riches. And there is a certain way to think and act in accordance or in relevance to each earthly outcome, right? That's what the whole series was about. But I also found that certainty in your actions is another perspective in which you can see his passages. Doing it with certainty, being assured that you're doing the right thing. It's a form of safe. You know, there are signs that you'll see when you're an unconfident trader. One is you'll be more likely to experiment, taking trades just to see what happens, having no confidence in your strategy, you know, causing you to experiment, you know, and, and continuously just try these new things. You have to, you have to plant your fa- your flag. You know, they said it over and over again. And if you're unsure, you have to back test. You have to test the hell out of one thing. So you take steps down a, a single corridor toward mastery. 
You know, the Trader Genius guys, Rob and Jess, they talked about this. Stephanie Cameron, the stock whisperer, she said you have to be set in your strategy before you can achieve confidence. You have to believe in your edge. And there isn't, you know, one guest on the show that I asked that said the percentage of trading psychology versus strategy when it leads to success. No one said anything less than like 65, 70%. Every millionaire, every master trader I've spoken with, everyone says your mindset is accountable for the greatest, greater percentage of what it's going to take to make you consistently profitable. So why are very few talking about this? You know, can you tell me? Is there, a, is there another podcast like this? I'd love to connect with that person that, that, that focuses on the mindset because the mindset is key, but we're inundated with strategy. And I get it, especially after this season, because the thing is, is you have to have an edge before you can even think about moving on to the mental aspect. You know, and that approach that I have, I think it makes my message resonate with people at a certain place on the path in their trading, personal, and in their their spiritual development journey. And that's why I like it, because when I connect with people, that like-mindedness, it feels incredible. It's like, wow, yeah, it's my tribe. You know, but without that edge, like uh, Jared Tinder, Tindler. Uh, mindset coach. He said, you won't even know if the problem is technical or mental until you believe in your edge. You know, he suggested that initially you assume it's a technical problem. You know, work on it a week or so and then see if it's mental. And he gave more of a detailed statement. So, you know, don't take my regurgitation. Just go listen to the interview. We have to understand that Sooner than later, we are our trades. We are our trades. We're the operant operator. There is no no holy grail. You know, I didn't talk to any traders this season on the show or just outside because I networked with a lot of people. None of them had the same, very few had the same ticker, same companies they traded, same market chart time frame. So stop looking for the shortcut because you'll, you'll waste time and it becomes the long cut. You can't go month after month with a new system. You know, looking for the easy path never locates the easy path. You wind back and forth. But if you look for that direct path. And you say, I don't give a damn how tumultuous it's going to be. Because it's the direct path, then you're going to benefit from that. You can cut through the forest, you know, and it might be difficulty, but you're going to go right over the mountain instead of trying to go around the mountain range. Not the mountain, around the mountain range, right? Imagine early settlers in, in the U.S., right? If they didn't cut through through Denver, you know, in Colorado where I am and head directly west. They said, you know what, let's go around. They may have ended up in Canada. They may have ended up in the Gulf. There's no easy trading strategy for retail traders. Believe in yourself. Believe in your edge. Back test, practice. 
to reach that place of knowing you have an edge. And that's when you can move on to trading psychology. And I also learned that we have to, excuse me, we have to compound good decisions to be consistently profitable. You know, when I ran the first mastermind earlier this year, um, it was formed around the book that had the subtitle Acting in Your Own Best Interest. It was a great read. You'll be able to find it on the Internet. Reach out to me if you haven't read it. You know, so we have to get to a place where we have emotional control so we can act consistently in our own best interests. And this goes for life and it goes for trading. We have to try to compound a string of good decisions. You know, using the the steps in the book, getting out of the fog, I was able to focus on taming some emotion. It truly helped me. You know, logging, charting, journaling after each trade, it helps me, it helped me ascend. It added a consciousness to my being. You know, and again to Reference Jared Tindler, the the mental game coach, he used a phrase called injecting consciousness. There's an action, there's a reaction, there's an A and B, and there's a space between there where we can inject consciousness. So the B is a more conscious decision. We make better choices. You know, he was giving away a free book. Go listen to the episode. Paula T. Webb was giving away a free session. The Paula T. Webb. You know, the discipline trader, Mark Douglas. (laughs) Yeah, her. Like, seriously, go back and hear these episodes. Tell a friend you want to get on this wave. There is value here. And I'm not talking about me. I'm just a conduit. I go, I find it, I seek it, I attract it, and I give it out as a way of life. You know, which brings me to the the next point that I want to talk about, which is letting your energy flow. And it comes when you have a foundation of balance in your life. Are you balanced? Are you living well-rounded? What are your relationships like? What is your, your spirituality like? What is your health like? What is your water and food intake like? Take care of your temple. It's the home of, of you, the real you, you know, and I, and I want to close this out here by empowering you to understand that you are created in the image of the Most High. Be accountable. And when I say accountability, that doesn't mean that you're to to blame for your circumstances. It means you have the power to change your circumstances. Stop saying it's not possible. You don't have to accept your current situation, any situation, any circumstance, especially if you think it's a plight. You know, three questions to increase your personal power. Is it humanly possible? It, has it been done on earth, right, ever or before by any other human, right? Is it possible? And then after that, question two, you have to work on your belief that it can happen for you, that it could be possible in your life. And that step is huge. And that's part of a a lot of what season three will focus on, making what's possible happen for you. And after you believe it's possible for you, step three is you have to take action and then hold the perspective to realize that the hurdle is the way. You know, and I've, I've been in personal development loops 
in which I'm, I'm gorging on knowledge. But the truth is, it, it's, it's all a plan to gain confidence, right? It's because of a lack of confidence. When you have clarity on a goal, you can take action and you can hold the mindset that the hurdle is the way and you solve problems as they appear in front of you, problems that are correlated with the next step. You know, not that other shit, not the, the low-hanging fruit. The door that you need to enter will always be obvious when you're moving forward. You know, and I'm willing to put my, the amount of books I've consumed against anyone. And I'm not saying I'm a world record reader, but I was trapped before. I thought I could learn my way out of low confidence and low action. And from that experience, I'm telling you, I got further in my life when I solved the next action step problem. Not just general distractions, the noise. When I moved forward, then I was V-lined directly towards goals. And I was making traction in life. And, you know, that, that random learning, the curiosity, the, the things that aren't related to the next step, you have to stop it. Or you just have to allocate your time with different priorities. Because I, I love to learn. The goal you have can be yours. If you aren't in an ideal situation, look for blessings in your vicinity. You know, sometimes we're, we're trapped in a situation where light isn't anywhere around. It's not in our sight, not in our friend's life. It's not in our circle. Some people don't know anyone that's living well. It's doom and gloom everywhere around them. Hope is, is distance from their reality. At least at that moment. Right. Based on their perception. Can you see blessings anywhere? If so, the light is close and that proximity, it means something. It means that you have some attraction to it. It's a great starting point. Listen, the world needs you. Your loved ones need you. Your gift is needed. Keep striving to be to service of others. The more we give, the more is given upon us. The more we, we take, the more we sit in this victimhood, the more that will be taken from us. I am you. You are, you are we. And we are us. Wake up. It's time. I'll talk with you in early September when season three starts. Be well and remember to be the hero of your story. Yeah.